got to stand up strong Take the truth about themselves To understand what went wrong I know we can find a way I know we can find a way I know we can find a way Stand up Stand up Stand up Uniting the races with truth Instead of dividing them with lies, we're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the second hour of Country and Western Tuesday. What? It's frozen. Oh, okay. There you go. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE. There is two lines open right now. My biblical question for this week, my biblical question for this week, What? why, why do you take sides? Why? Do you take sides? Why? That's my biblical question. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. Also, you can listen to the show on your iPhone or iPad anywhere in the world. Anywhere. In the world, you can listen to the show. By calling the listen line on Talk Stream Live at 641 641-793-1500. 641-793-1500. Amazing. You can podcast the shows as well. Don't forget to follow us. Hit the like button. Ring the bell. You can ring my bell. Ring the bell. We're on Cozy. C-O-Z-Y dot TV slash J-L-P. Cozy dot TV slash J-L-P. And Rumble. You got to know how to rumble. Rumble dot com slash Jesse Lee Peterson, rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson. I, um, just more information about someone that called earlier, Joseph, I believe. He wanted to know if those black cops had arrested white a white guy in, in the same manner that, I guess the same manner of Memphis, what I think would happen. And I mentioned that white people are less likely to resist the rest than the blacks. And uh, this is from S.F. Gate. Correct, yeah. San Francisco Gate from April 2015. African Americans were cited with resisting arrest at a rate eight times greater eight times greater than whites, even when serious crimes are not involved, per per statistic from court records. So the blacks are, according to this uh, report, blacks are eight times greater to resist arrest than the whites. What the, that made me want to resist. Isn't that amazing? Eight times greater, even when it's not a serious crime. It's just in the blood. They're going to try to resist an arrest. So that's why this is happening. And black people, it's not normal. 
to resist arrest. Don't follow everything that these people are telling you. Jay, would you give me my water off that desk there? Left? Don't follow everything that the whites, I mean, that the people tell you. Don't resist arrest. Some things are just common sense. Thank you. And if you notice, when these blacks resist arrest, there's no mention of it at all. It's just all blame on the cop, blame the cop, blame the cop. No mention of it. That's because they want you doing that. They want you resisting arrest. And so that they can call it racism. Isn't that amazing? I want to give you an example of them calling things racism when it's really anger. And this is how American children are being culturally enriched today. Here's one example. Summit News, a Disney Plus cartoon aimed at children has been heavily criticized for proclaiming that America was built on slavery and for pushing the notion of reparations. Watch this. This country was built on slavery, which means slaves built this country. Slaves built this country. And we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations for their suffering. And continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systemic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy. Amazing, right? Now you see why we don't want the blacks running out of a country? Now do you see that? Even with the children, they're pushing the idea of slavery due to their own failure, inability to do for themselves. And guess what? Those kids are going to grow up. They're going to have a hard life. It's going to be worse than the life that these people are pushing right now because evil gets worse and worse all the way to destruction. It doesn't get better. It doesn't get better inside of you. That's why you have to overcome it. And it doesn't get better outside of you, inside of others. And these blacks who are pushing this mess on the children have nothing but hatred in their hearts, and they are evil, and they are unhappy. Mark my word, they are totally unhappy. Oh, they get a false thrill out of thinking that they're hurting white people. They get a thrill, but a temporary thrill. And then the truth sets in, and they are lonely, they are lost, they have suicidal thoughts, they're angry, they have no peace. But they can push reparations slavery lying to you. On Friday, and you think that those kids that are pushing this hatred and the next generation of kids, black kids, are going to get worse, each generation getting worse already. Because of hatred, not because of slavery, not because of white people, but being brainwashed by blacks because the parents refuse to take care of their children. On, um, on Friday, we reported on a nine-year-old girl who was beaten on the school bus. The footage we show blurred the faces of the attackers, but we have since confirmed that they are black. I don't even think anyone's surprised by that. Here's that soundbite from Revolver. Watch this. Amazing. Black excellence. Black excellence. And these are the people that you're putting in the wrong places to run out of a country. Now do you believe me that it's not going to return? That's what black excellence look like. That's what the blacks love. They push it every day, all day. 
And why folks? You just sit by so nice. You're so nice. You're letting this happen in your own land. They're going to push you out on the farmlands. You know how everybody running in Florida and in Texas. But they're coming there too. Evil, you, you can't hide from evil. You have to overcome evil. Isn't that amazing? You have to overcome it within yourself. Then you deal with it in the right way inside of others. Those kids fighting like slaves. And then you can see one, what looks like a big guy beating on this little girl. I think that's a girl. And then another person jump in. I thought that was a boy, but I think that's a girl that jumped in, right? That's I thought that was a boy. The little with dread-headed the, one, the yeah, second the one? Shirt. I think that's a girl. I may be wrong about that, though, but it seemed to be. Should we roll? You said you wanted to roll the footage? Yeah, from the revolver. Let's roll it again. Do you know? Yeah. That's a boy. Why are you fighting like a girl? <laughs> he's got little arms like a little girl. Because he's little. He's young. He's fighting like a girl. But that is black excellence at work. No protest. No burning down. It may, it may be a boy. You may be right. Maybe just the mama in him. Maybe the mama in him. Yes. Just a guess. But uh, no protest, no burning down the country, no Black Lives Matter, the worst group, worst in the KKK, by the way. No nothing. Had it been white kids beating on a black kid like that, what do you think would be happening? Florida would be on fire. These kids have not been raised right by their mothers, their fathers and mothers. And the anger that you see in them is the anger of the mother. That's what it is. Has nothing to do with racism. One other example of black excellence, and then I'll take your calls at 888-77-53-773. Another example of black excellence. Aren't you just proud of the blacks? So proud you put them in, in them in position of the raw, all raw, raw people in position of the right places. ABC, a 39-year-old Long Beach man was charged Friday with murder after deliberately, deliberately ramming his vehicle into a cyclist and then stabbing the victim. Witnesses said they heard the attacker yelling about white privilege. Watch this. Driver charged with murder. Police say he intentionally drove into the path of a bicycle rider and then fatally stabbed him. The driver seen in this home surveillance video accused of ramming his car into a cyclist this past Wednesday in Dana Point, then repeatedly stabbing the victim with a knife, is charged with murder and use of a deadly weapon. The Orange County District Attorney's Office says the suspect, 39-year-old Van Roy Evan Smith of Long Beach, pleaded not guilty Friday morning. That life, 58-year-old Michael Mamoni, an ER doctor at Providence Mission Hospital in Laguna Beach since 2011. Learning someone he shared lunch with and invited to company parties is accused of such a heinous act, Hassoli wondering what went wrong with the family man he knew. Um, he was generally a very nice, pleasant young man. We spoke to a neighbor who didn't want to go on camera. She says her family heard what sounded like a gunshot before the attack. When they ran outside, they heard the suspect making racial slurs about white privilege. Isn't that amazing? That's black excellence at work. So proud of you blacks. Really, you're doing a great job of destroying. So they're teaching white privilege to people who have hatred in their hearts. White privilege is the idea is coming from people of hatred, of anger, and they're teaching this and look what's happening. And a lot of these people, I don't know about this situation at all, but a lot of these people are highly on drugs and they have anger and they're being taught to hate. A young doctor 
now dead. A young white doctor now dead because some angry man did not have control of himself and blamed someone else. And if you notice, when the last time, when's the last time you heard when it's a black or a white crime? When the last time you heard anyone call it a hate crime? When the last time you heard that? Did that crime on the bus we showed you look like hate crime? Or the crime this guy's allegedly killing this doctor? Is that hate crime? When the last time you heard black attacks on whites called hate crimes, and the moment it looked like some white person, which is very, very rare, attack a black person, the first word is hate crime. Hate. And the white folks sit back and be nice. They sit back and be nice. What happened? Is everything fine? I'm sorry? Oh, okay. I heard a little glitch in there. When the last time? I want my country back, but unfortunately, my country is gone. Thank you, blacks. You're letting them use you to destroy America. And they put all type of little titles on it to make you think and believe that you're getting something. You're getting nothing, really. The little paycheck, you, the little money check you get from killing and calling it a reparation and all that, it ain't nothing. It has no value. It, it runs right through your hand. Right through your hand. Al from Florida, 888-775-3773. Al, thanks for calling. Thanks for holding. You're on the air. How's it going, buddy? All Thanks is for having me, man. Yes, sir. Well, my friend, I wanted to answer the biblical question. Uh, why do you take sides? Well, I, I do take sides. And why? And uh, well, for many reasons, people take people take sides sometimes for the brand of a car, the color of horses of a person, the nationality. <laughs> I mean, the way they dress. Basically, they're judging, man. So why do you mental? Tell me why do you take sides? Basically, somehow because I'm being judgmental. <laughs> but I look, but I look at that and and I kind of figure it out. Oh, this is why I'm doing it. It's kind of stupid with that suit on or whatever, or 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 just because I know the guy. He's a friend of mine. I might take his side. And then again, I'm being judgmental. I don't know the whole story. It could be it could be really different. You know, you come across a scene where there's some guys fighting. I won't even get in the way. I don't care how many people are there. You don't know what happened, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know when what you, happened. You're gonna, be, you're gonna be dead. When you are <laughs> taking sides. Are you aware you're doing it because you're being judgmental? Are you aware at the time you're doing it because you're being judgmental? No, I think if I caught myself because I'm being judgmental, I, I might, you know, you know, it's it's quick, it's a quick thing. So if you you know you start you notice, it, then it throws everything off. That afterwards, you know, or during maybe. You say, "Damn, man, this is this is probably why I'm doing it." And that's not always the case. People judge for different reasons. You know, they 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 take sides rather for different reasons: football teams, nationalities, color, car brands. <laughs> Amazing, everything, everything, and it's all just the devil telling you, "Go this way, he's right." And they sometimes don't know, man. That's interesting. Sometimes you don't know. I would love to respond to that, Al, but I have to wait and put my little two cents in. Had you thought about this before it became a biblical question, that you take sides? I might have thought about it somehow in, in, in my in my smoke-a-thons, you know? <laughs> <laughs> 
just a, just a fleeing thought, you know? Right. I guess. And, but I didn't forget, you know? I didn't forget. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, people take sides sometimes because of that reason. Amazing. Well, Al, thank you so much for responding to that. And I'll put my little two sisters on Sunday. Thank you, man. All right, buddy. I'll be listening. All right. All right, you too. Amazing. 888-7753-773. Let me go to Annette out of Texas. Annette, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Jesse. How you doing? All this well. Thank you for calling. Yeah, I was calling because I, I spoke to you on my birthday when I wanted to thank you about um, putting me on this journey. And I finally was able to forgive my mom. How did it go? <laughs> and it went pretty good. She was surprised. <laughs> I guess like surprised and confused in her reaction, not necessarily the words, but just kind of like the beginning part. But I guess like the noise that she made was kind of like, like, wait, no, like you, you don't need to, you don't need to forgive me. Amazing. And then she just kind of laughed. She laughed and was like, "Oh, do you realize now that that uh, why I was such a pain in the butt?" <laughs> and I was like, "Well, yeah, kind of being a mom now, I, I get it." And I told her that that I held resent, resentment from a child through adulthood. Yeah, and I'm yep. sorry for doing that. Nice. Were you afraid to approach her? Um, a little bit. But, like, my issue was always that people were always around, so I couldn't really um, get her alone. Right. Whether she came to my house or if I went over there with my grandparents, my grandma's very, she likes to listen in on conversations. And so I, I was kind of more afraid of her, <laughs> you know, that she would that she would um, go on the defensive and feel like I'm attacking my mom because that's that's kind of happened in the past. I think they, they both feel that I favor my father more. Um, and to be honest, I, I did. Nice. And so are but, you yeah, afraid yeah. to deal with yeah. grandma? <clears throat> um, kind of. Yeah. And uh, I see that she's, she's, she's eased up a lot. She's not as, strong-willed as she acted before, but it, it is still there. But I feel like she holds back more now with her, her age because she's about 90. Okay. Yeah. And, and I don't know if you remember our last conversation. She would, she was kind of the culprit behind my mom to, to treat my dad the way that she did and to, to turn my sister and I away from him. Yeah. So yeah. I have that resentment towards her as well. Yeah. What a mess, huh? And yep. so are you going to forgive her before she aspires? I guess I should. I was just more focused on my parents, but in all honesty, I, I do have resentment towards my grandma. Well, if she's 90 yeah, years I old. I was happy about that. Yeah, if she's mm-hmm. 90 years old, I would advise you, it's up to you, though, to go yeah. and forgive her as well. You got to face that devil so you can be free of her. Yeah, that makes sense. Does I'll she, do that. Does she live with your mother on her own? Uh, my mom moved in with her parents when she started having some um, health issues. Oh, okay. So they, they all live together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you need to deal with grandma, too, before she aspires. Okay, I'll do that. And so was it helpful to forgive your mother? I think so. I felt yeah. like a huge relief. I, yeah. I kind of felt like before that I was kind of um, apprehensive right. in, 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 in just my daily life because now I knew what I had to do. Just hold on for haste going to get to the cause, all right? Okay, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. Um, sorry, I get emotional. Once I heard you and I knew what I had to do, it, it, it's just kind of, I feel like I've been apprehensive 
every day. It's almost like I can't even, I'm just going through my daily routine knowing that I, I have to forgive my mom. Like, I have to do this. And it was almost like, yeah. like it had a chokehold on me. Yeah. And then once I did it, it was like, oh, my God, I feel better now. Thank nice. God I did that. I hated that it took so long, but it felt really, really good. And the reason that you, the chokehold was there because Satan didn't, doesn't want to free you. He didn't want to let you go. And as long as you had that anger in your heart, he has control over you. And so that feeling that you had, the chokehold feeling, it wasn't you mm-hmm. at all. It was Satan trying to stop you. And I'm glad you went and did it anyway. Yeah, it, I agree. It, it broke that hold that he had on you. And once you deal with grandma, it's going to be all over but the shouting. Yeah, I might get some shouting from that one. <laughs> she's a, she's, she's about four foot five, but she's she's held to pay. A strong one. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And I also wanted to mention um, with my daughter. She she knows the journey that I'm on, and and I don't always I, I don't want to force her to you know watch church with you on Sundays, but she has, and I'll um, share stuff um, that I hear from. Um, some of your callers that kind of coincide with things that she might be going through. Yeah. Yeah. And um, last, last Thursday she came to me and said, and said that she sees me wanting to be a better mother. And she started thinking about it and she wants to be a better sister for her siblings. So I thought that was really great. Absolutely. I think I've, super chatted you before and asked you like, how do, how do I kind of get my family to go along with, with what I'm doing to better myself and turn to God? And you're like, you got to focus on you. They'll, when they're ready to get it, they'll get it. Yep. And it's true. Cause I, it's happening with her now. She sees me trying to be better and now she wants to be better. And how old is she? 16. Nice. Well, see, that's what happened. Just like the parents passed our hate to the children, once they, mm-hmm. which, which is anger, once they overcome that anger, they can pass down love to the children as well. And the kids will see where you're coming from, and that light inside of you will have an impact on their lives. Just like yeah. the darkness I, I was, of anger had an impact on their life for the worse. Exactly. Exactly. So I was really pleasantly surprised that she saw that without me being, um, uh, forcing my will on her to like, you know, yeah. I need you to change. I want you to do better. I just working on myself. If she asks me questions, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm honest. She knows, you know, what I'm trying to do to better myself and be a better mom to them. Yeah. So I'm glad that she saw that for her, for herself. Amazing. To be better. Yeah. <laughs> That's how the light works. The light will defeat the darkness, and the light is stronger than the darkness. The darkness has no power, to be honest. But that light mm-hmm. stay with. Are you doing the silent prayer every morning, every night? I do, and it's really hard. It was really hard. What's hard about it? Um, my brain just starts going and going. <laughs> Oh. Like 90 going north. Hold, let, me take a, hold, let, let me take a quick yes. break. Hold on. 888-7753-773. Quick break. Back in a moment. I'm 32 years old now, and I've been I've been clinically depressed since I was 17 years old, and ever since I started listening to you a couple of months ago, bro, I don't even need to hear the word depression. I don't even care about that because that's not anything that I identify with anymore. Nice. I'm 100% cured. I'm 100% better. 
because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. And I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. And I just can't even, you know, begin to tell you how much I really appreciate the things that you're doing for young men. Young men need to hear this. And young men need to know this message that you're delivering because it's important. It's vital to their lives, Jesse. I just wanted to let you know that. That's amazing. I mean, you made my day, man. When I hear one soul has returned to the Father, it's like a thousand. It's better than and gold. So God bless you, man. When I was young, times really hard. Oh, my daddy drew his pay from the local rail yard. Mom and daddy's love was strong enough. Keep them together when the going got rough. Four little children, money show us time. Mama pitched pennies and we did all right. People tell me I have a lot of after energy. Jesse, Jesse, what gives you so much after energy, they say? Is it energy drinks? No. 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 Is it cigars? No. It's Afro Jerky. Afro Jerky. Afro Jerky from Big Club, USA. Afro Male. And you can have Afro Jerky energy too. Amazing. 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 Check out Afro Jerky. I have a bunch of, a couple of packs in my office, and they have good protein, right? Very, very good. Check it out at BigClubUSA.com. BigClubUSA.com. And use the promo code JLP33. JLP33 for 15% off your purchase. Amazing. And don't forget to check out our merch on rebuildingaman.com slash store. The Hake Report is coming up at the top of this hour. The Hake Report.com. And James Hake is on fire. He ain't got that good hair for no reason. He's on fire from 9 to 11. Monday through Friday. I want to, there's a line open, 888-7753-773. Let me go to, back to Annette. Annette. Mm-hmm. So you say yes. it's hard to sit still and do the silent prayer, right? Well, it's not hard to sit still. I can sit still. It's just my brain that won't uh, let up, just bouncing around from from anything and everything. So I just sit there and watch it. You know? Nice. That's all is required is that you watch it. Let go and let life happen. It will happen on its own. It'll be perfect. So you're doing the right thing. So it's not hard. So it's not hard. You said it was hard to do. Well, I guess to to get to the point where it's quiet or, or that you feel like your mind is quiet and you're just in a in a peaceful place instead of watching a movie, I guess that's what I'm, uh, maybe that's what I'm expecting and I'm, and I'm just not there yet. So I just, you know, I just watch it. And sometimes I feel like a failure, but then I remind myself like, no, it's not, don't, don't start, you know, thinking stuff. That's not you. Yeah. You're not failing. Just, just do it, watch it, let it go. Any, anytime I, I feel like I'm, doing something wrong or or I fail, quote unquote, fail at something, I'll just um I'll just tell my, myself suffer and die then. That way I can just laugh about it right. and let it go. That's right. And there's no such thing as a failure. You're not a failure. So that thing the thought, which is other devil, all thoughts are all lies all the time. <clears throat> the thing that's telling you you're a failure is lying to you. You are not right. a failure. It's just telling you that so that you can judge yourself, be angry, or whatever, and it will stay alive inside of you. 
I'm glad you realize you're not a failure, so don't accept that. It's not you. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Um, I'll keep doing it. Definitely not going to give up on it. No. Especially now that I uh, apologized uh, or forgave my mom, I should say. Yeah. Um, well, and apologized. I did both. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, it'll be um, just what I've been doing will kind of get better since I, you know, felt that relief, you know, yes. off my shoulders. That's of, right. Of needing to do that. It's almost like I feel like I can have conversations now. Whereas before it was almost like I was, I was just stuck because I just, I knew what I needed to do and I just hadn't done it yet. And it was almost like I couldn't just, I couldn't live my life because I just had that weighing on me. And once I did it, it's like, oh, okay, I'm back. Here I am. What do we got to do? I'm ready. Amazing. I wish human beings understood the freedom, the life that comes when you forgive, when you go and forgive, especially your mama and your daddy, mm-hmm. but especially the mama, because the mama has a grip on you by causing you to resent her, and she would not let it go. And that's why God has it set up. You will overcome her and be born of the Spirit of God. I wish people understood anger is not good. It's hell. And they can be free mm-hmm. by forgiving. Go and forgive. Starting with mama first. It would be amazing. Yep, I agree. And I think even if you think like you're over it or you're not mad at that person, you're really not. Because I, I kind of had told myself that, I guess, just from the passage of time. Like, yes. well, all this time has gone by. You know, I'm, I, it's fine. So much has happened. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to think about that. You know, it happened, it's over, but that's not true. It's still weighing on me. Because even in my youth, in my youth, in my 20s, I drank a lot. And every single time, as soon as I was drunk, all I did was cry about my mom. Yep. No, the only way to overcome that is, as you have done, is forgiveness. Because it's a spiritual thing, and God has Mm -hmm. it set up. Okay, if you want to be free... You must forgive. Then I will draw you into the kingdom of heaven, and life will begin. So there's yeah. no other way to overcome the traumas except through forgiveness. And now that you say that, you reminded me I had another question. Do you, um, would you ever think about maybe writing a book for children, something to, like, introduce God to them? And I ask that because growing up Catholic, it was all about the fear, fear God, fear doing this, fear doing that. You know, it just, it makes you scared. And I don't want to, I don't want to do it that way with them. Well, that's a good suggestion. I don't know. I'll wait to see if I can do it. I definitely will. But one thing I do want to tell you, now that your children are starting to see God in you, you are introducing God with perfect love. And and okay. that's what the parents are there for. The parents are the first example of love for the children. And if they live that way, the children would never get off course. But the parents are angry, and they're not love, and they're throwing the kids off. Amazing. Gotcha. But, yeah, that's a yeah. good idea, and thank you for that. Wonderful. Well, thank you. That's all I got for today. Well, stay with us, stay with us, stay with it, all right? All right. Thank you so much, Jesse. You're welcome. Amazing. Forgiveness is the way to go, folks. And forgiveness is not, oh, forgive me for doing wrong. Apologize for resenting. That's forgiveness. Not asking for it, but apologizing for being wrong. I noticed that with the churches, rather than dealing with you being wrong, encouraging you to see that you are wrong so that you can start to overcome, they just start preaching Jesus. And you get into preaching, the preaching, preaching Jesus, then you start to think that you're saved, quote unquote, and you're not. You got to start with seeing that you're wrong before salvation will come. 
You just can't start at the top preaching Jesus. Come on down and confess Jesus. It doesn't work that way. Super chat. Super, super. Super chat. Super chats. Oh, yeah, super chats. Thank you, super chatters. Welcome. We got one here from Lin Yan Chin on Streamlabs. He says, your friends are your enemies and your enemies are not your friends. Equals, you are being blinded by the bias of negative versus positive in what you feel for others. Friends are fiction. You know this, Hake. Nick, causal is not casual. It's root of causality. A little advice for me. Thank you, Lin Yan Chin. Thank you, Lin Yan Chin. Appreciate it. Thank you. And Elijah, Elijah has a diamond here. On D Live says people take sides because you can't serve two masters. So that's why he takes sides. He's trying to serve two masters. Apparently. Oh, uh, so uh, Elijah is responding to the biblical question, right? Yes. Okay. And he said, the question is, why do you take sides? And he said. He says because people he, take sides because you can't it, serve two masters. So he's saying that he does it because he's... I, be, I, be, I bet he includes himself in people. I'm just, I'm, asking, I'm just trying to get it clear. Is he saying he's responding to the biblical question, and he's saying that he takes sides because he can't serve two masters? Am I right? I think so, yeah. Okay. Thank you, man. I appreciate that, Elijah. And I'll put my two cents in on Sunday. He has another one here. Says, "If Blatts built America, what happened to Africa?" I rest my case. Thank you. And one more here from Elijah. Elijah. Blatt excellence, an oxymoron, like saying "smart retard." Oh, <laughs> what? Uh... <laughs> hate's, make, hate's making me nervous. Disavow. <laughs> disavow. <laughs> That's right, YouTube. I disavow. That was a super chatter. <laughs> I just about that. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. And that looks like all for now. One more oh, from wait. Sion. We got one from Sion. Thank you, Sion. On Streamlabs says, OMG, Jesse, rest your voice, please. Have you noticed people who talk about how bad white people are get with people who are white? <laughs> for example, Kamala Harris and Don Lemon. He's gay, but he's with a white dude. And Camilla Harris with a white dude too, right? I think I arguably think white. He's yeah. Jewish, but he's he's a white Jew. Oh, oh, I thought he was like Middle Eastern or something. Oh, maybe he is. That name? No, just I don't know. Just Emhoff. That, that name threw Doug me off. Emhoff. Yeah, Emhoff. <laughs> I thought he was white. Whenever I see him, yeah, he looks white to me. Yeah, but he's Jewish, I think. Oh, okay. Kissing with the mask on. Yeah, they always complain <laughs> about the enemies, and yet they sleep with the enemy. What the? <laughs> Thank you, C.I. I appreciate it. And I I am going to rest my voice. Linya and Shin had said causal chains linking brains, not casual chains linking brains. So it's not advice. He was correcting me for being anchor baby English. (laughs) That is my bad, Linya Chin. When he did that one with the trains and and chains and strains. Mm -hmm. Those were causal chains, not casual chains. What does that mean? Casual chains. Causal, Causal means causing. Cause, like a chain, one ch- one thing ch- causes another. Oh, that's what he's talking about. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, amazing. Cause he said, should I read it again? Since since I butchered it. Yeah, since it was butchered <laughs> by the anchor baby. <laughs> he's a chef. That's why he butchers things. It's yeah. not a conspiracy to <laughs> get you to super chat. <laughs> Causal chains linking brains. Thinking trains that tinker strains. Oh, so strange as we work out the probable route or route route of all desire before we expire through the fire of desire. Desire as causal chains, cause of pains. I, I read it too fast to comprehend it. I don't understand all that. What well, the? think about it. Those yeah, think things, about it. One causes the other. The, the desires linked to all that causes the other thing. <laughs> okay. Thank nice. you. Thank you, Sion. He's, I appreciate it, and I will rest my voice after the show. All right, and it is getting better. I know that if I talk a long time, it tends to get rough. 
But it's getting better. Thank you. Appreciate it, Sian. Nice. And that is all for now. Thank you all. Amazing. I'm going to get to all your calls here. The Hake Report is coming up at 9 a.m. TheHakeReport.com. Let me go to Bruno out of Illinois. Let's see here. Bruno, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Jesse, how are you, sir? All is well. Great. I hope you guys are having a great morning. Yes. I'll try to be quick here. Uh, my question is... And Hake is going to get, get to your call, folks. Just hold on there. Go ahead. Are Christians sociopaths? And the sociopath is someone who doesn't show emotion, I believe. And the reason for the question is that I recently brought my cousin to live with me. No, I try to help him out. And uh, he is labeling me as a sociopath. I was like, what the? What is that? And what is And uh, Go ahead. No, finish your point. And my mother, a couple years back, labeled me the same thing. And, you know, I'm a business owner, and I get along with a lot of people, and some say I'm funny and whatever. And uh, it's just strange because I think they're looking for that mushy love and or reactions. And since I'm always observing, I don't get caught up in that stuff. So how do I react with these people? Um, By being patient with them, just knowing that they cannot see and have no reaction to it at all. Yeah, just, you know, all human beings, until they overcome it, are in a fallen state. And in that fallen state, they are into their imagination and emotions. And rather than overcoming it, they call it good or natural. But it's not. And so when when they say those things to you or just don't take it personally, they cannot see. Understood. And I know you've helped people before and you brought them into your house. I feel like I invited the devil to live with me. Yeah. You know, my I saw my cousin in darkness, and he's a homosexual and all that, and I told him to forgive his parents. And after that, I was like, hey, come live with me. I'll help you out for a while. And it's just gotten, I think he got comfortable, and now he's judging me or whatever the situation is. You know, I try to observe and ask questions and kind of just walk away <laughs> from it all. Did, but, you, did uh, he ask to come live with you, or you volunteered? I volunteered. I'm from Brazil, and, you know, it's a lot about family. And we're very, you know, I only have a few family members here in in America. And, you know, I saw he was in a tough spot. I have a home. I have space. I have the means to help. And uh, How old I invited is he? him. He's 23. Well, just let him know that if he starts giving you trouble in your own home, he's going to have to go. And that way he's prepared to either move, get his own place here in this country, or go back home. Exactly. And I've spoke with that before. You know, he had a bunch of child tantrums. And, uh, you know, the last time I said, look, man, by July, you must find a place. Yeah. Because I can't. I can't have the devil here. And I, told, I called him evil. And uh, he cried <laughs> and i think later you know two days later he understood and he came and apologized well yeah, yeah. But just make sure you don't judge him and be patient but let him know he has to go and don't argue or any of that stuff all right thank you sir all i right. appreciate your wise words right on uh bruno thank you buddy let me go quickly to um fresno california and talk to man manuel manuel you on this on the air go ahead Hey, Jesse, how you doing? All this well, sir. Um, I wanted to answer the biblical question and then put a little observation I've seen in my life to you. Why do you take sides? I would say I would take sides that I see in myself as whether to be right or to avoid judgment. So you take sides... You take sides rather to be right or avoid them judging you, to be avoid right. judging by others? Right. Interesting, man. Very, very interesting. The reason I, I, I'm going way back in the past, I'm half Mexican and half Portuguese. And I just, you know, remember like going to school, like a lot of people would always, oh, he's white, he's white, he's white. And I would just, you know, choose to be on that side because I knew like judgment of, 
other people would be like, oh, what? I didn't know he was Mexican. Or In my own mind, it made me feel like I, I would be less judged if I were to choose the side of, you know, whatever it is, whether it's right or wrong. Right. That was back then. I just saw that in myself in the past. So if so if I were if someone were to see you, would you look Mexican or white? No, I look white. Oh, so you're a white Mexican? Yeah. <laughs> and so you just you took the side of being white because you didn't want to be judged as a Mexican? Well, my dad would always tell us what call us something else, which I don't I don't want to say it on here. It's right. nothing racist, but it's just funny, but it was something that separated from everybody. Like my dad would always tell us, don't ever worry about being judged. But I remember at a point there was, I was like worried. I was like 10, you know, obviously it doesn't matter, but he kind of walked us through like not to worry about judgment. Don't ever hold yourself like to a standard like that. They are nobody either, you know. That's nice. My, my parents taught us the same thing. And that's why I don't, I do understand, but I don't understand why people give one ounce of a concern about being judged by others because the people who judge you are the ones that are in hell themselves. And we were taught never to think about that at all. Right. That's good. Your father taught you that. Yeah. My dad was a very straightforward person. No emotion. Like it's funny when I tell people about my dad growing up, like my dad was a firm believer. If you had emotions, you were weak. Yep. And he wasn't raising no weak man. Yep. And like whenever people tell me, like, man, your dad's so mean. I'm like, well, <laughs> no, he's just to the point. You know, he doesn't have time to hear a long story or hear about your emotions when none of that matters. You know, we're trying to get something done here, and that's it. That's right. That's from the good old days. Oh, yeah. My dad's 68, and my mom's like 54. Six and they're like complete opposites. Man, she was a Mormon and didn't believe in guns, didn't believe in TVs in the house, no <laughs> caffeine, like crazy amount of women. They all drug tested until I was seventeen. Whoa! And like, yeah, they divorced and all that, and it's a long, 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 long story. But like, that's all I'm going to tell you too. Also, I see myself. I'm, I called last week and I was saying I could see uh, a weakness in man, like just being around them. I went to a buddy's house and I saw their dad. But I should have just talked about myself. I see my mom in me. Yeah. Like, I can, like, it's so crazy after apologizing or um, going and forgiving to her. Um, I can see myself in her. Every moment she talks, I can see, like, the hatred I had towards my dad, like, crazy. Like, 10 years I could have had my dad working for me, but I wouldn't because I was exactly like my mom. I remember my mom saying, I don't want him around you guys. He's a drug addict. And then I had a kid. I was doing this same exact thing, saying the same exact word. And then the other day she came into my room and she said something about my dad, how he came over and cleaned the pool filters and he moved all the valves and he messed it up. And I was like, well, did you go out there and check? She's like, no. I was like, so you don't even know if he did that. <laughs> and I remember myself doing that with anything and everybody. Like I would jump to an assumption yep. and stick to it instead of thinking or resting in it and figuring, no, you know, like it's just me overreacting to the situation. That's it's crazy. I can it, see my mom and me like a, like a woman, like you say it. Like it's so crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so upsetting or like saddening to see like <laughs> the woman and a man. Like I, in, in me, I see it. Yeah. Now. It's interesting that the spirit of the woman, your mother, can make a home in you. And you can take on her personality, the thoughts and the feelings and overreaction, and not know it's her. And you think that it's you, and you act that out as though that's where a man should be acting. And you defend it if someone tells you, hey, no, you're not supposed to be that way. You can overcome it. You get mad if anyone suggests that. Exactly. You're dead on on that. Like, I, 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 was, I was a welder, and my dad was out in the whole field. You know, he got in a bad accident. Um, couldn't really work, but he can still work. Um, but like, I could have had him working me, working yeah. with me for like 10, 15 years, but I wouldn't because of my pride, my mother. Like, I, I, it was the craziest thing to be. Like, I go to my buddies and they're like, "Man, you, you, your dad are like best friends now." I'm like, "Yeah," because I hated him with my mom's hate. I didn't even yeah. know the man. Yeah. I was hating him with someone I didn't even know. That's deep, man. You crazy. Were- Amazing, man. Call me again, and I appreciate you responding to the biblical question. I'm out of time now, okay? 
Thank you. Appreciate everything you've done. It's opened my eyes. Thank right, you. Right on. Amazing testimony. The Hake Report is coming up now. TheHakeReport.com. Get on that straight and narrow, folks. Become your own man, your own woman. Do the silent prayer. Go and forgive and watch. Let go. Be all in and just watch. And life will happen. And you can't even imagine what it's like. I'll be back tomorrow. The Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. Man, who and I was in the third hour tomorrow. Hake is coming up now. Rick out of Hampton, Virginia and other callers. I am out of time. See ya. to do we gotta show him who boss he put a viking in you he put that lightning in you igniting the truth but you beg and blame and lie and hate and never want to stand for the truth so what you planning to do you understand in the loop you better go talk to your mama better stop with the drama better drop all the trauma boy you better stand up and up put your hand up and hut because huh. if you don't then we lose and then we gotta hear the fake news whoa Thank you for calling and thanks for holding. How have you been helped by the show? I'm going to tell you this. I believe you might go down in history as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, black man that ever lived on planet Earth, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know anybody before you that's been that great. You know, freeing the slaves is one thing, but you've been freeing people of their mind, which matters. It should be, anyhow, to you more than anything else, because with the mind not being right, there ain't nothing else going to happen right anyway. If you can doubt every thought... Because you're not your thoughts. If you can doubt every thought, knowing that you're not your thoughts, you don't create them, they're not from God, that they're from the deceiver, the great deceiver, Satan. If you can doubt every thought, you can be free, just like that. At an instant. Bring every thought into captivity. It's so amazing. I just wanted to say that I've been listening to you for a few years now, and uh, you know when you talk about uh, the illusion of racism and how it's just a, a divisive tool that the media uses, and it's just good and evil. Yes. And that's what we got to focus on. It really has uh, changed my life. My perspective is totally different now. I'm more calm. I'm more peaceful. You know, when you talk about forgiving your mother and letting go of that hate, and just it just transforms you. So I just want to thank you for that. And let you know that, you know, you really are doing God's work by waking people up with this message. Amazing, Aaron. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I can hear the angels in heaven singing right now. They're rejoicing. That's amazing. (laughs) Stay with the silent prayer. Speak up. Don't resent and doubt every thought. And Aaron, you have not seen anything, anything. The Jesse Lee Peterson Show, everybody. Thank you, JLP, Nick, and Hassan. Hassan started out. He, he gave it a try. Helping make it happen. The Hake Report.